1: Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. How's it going? I'm Jay Zawaski. With me is Greg Boyson. Mario Tirabasi. Still on the injured list with upper respiratory injury. Uh, he'll be back with us, I think, Thursday is the plan for Mario. We're going to let him rest up and get ready for the extended postseason run, which we're going to have here. Uh, we got a long off season on CHGO Blackhawks, and we want Mario to be part of it. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Jay Zawaski. Greg is at Greg Boyson. Mario is at Mario underscore Tirabasi. And Greg and I just got back, literally, what, maybe 20 minutes ago, from Kyle Davidson's uh, off-season, season-ending press conference at the United Center. Uh, all the luminaries were there. There was a Mark Lazarus and a Ben Pope and John Dietz and, and all of our friends on the beat. And uh, it was a nice afternoon. We learned... Not too much new stuff about the offseason, but some reiterations from Kyle Davidson. So, Greg, where shall we begin with Kyle Davidson's uh, wonderful comments today? I don't know. Um,
0: Yeah, as you said, he he said a lot. Yeah. But not a lot of things that made you go, oh, that's new. Um, He kind of did that little media tour last week, and it was a lot of the same topics. But just overall, very impressive. Mm -hmm. He is a very impressive I get to say this because I'm older, young man. Um, I've gotten to the, I've, I've accepted to the fact that most of the coaches and and front office people are now guys younger than me. Yes, uh, it took a while, but just very confident, right? Very honest, but also humble. Yeah, there's some humility there. You can be confident and humble at the same time because he talked a little bit about the Stanley Cup playoffs going on and how he's watching it because he's got to learn things. Yeah, he does. He's not. You know, uh, he who shall not be named, the guy that was in the job before, never really had that, like, aura about him that, like, he's willing to, like, learn something or try new ideas. That Mm -hmm. was a big thing that he talked about a lot today we'll get into. But this is Kyle Davidson, a first time at this job, saying, this is my plan, this is my vision, but I also know that I need to learn things, too. right? And that's refreshing to hear, whereas the last guy was kind of like, I got three cups. I know what I'm doing. Don't question me.
1: Yeah, I think I think the question was, Kyle, do you watch the playoffs as a fan or are you looking to find out systems you like, your players you like? And he's like, absolutely. It's a great time for me to evaluate a lot of stuff like that. And I think he was very frank in his discussion of the gap between the Blackhawks and contenders yeah, i think he a used stark st- contrast a stark contrast which is being nice <laughs> he is fully plugged into the reality of the blackhawk situation i think sometimes you know you wouldn't hear that honesty from stan bowman probably because whatever failures the blackhawks were experiencing could be directly pinned on him the longtime gm right kyle davidson is stepping in with a fresh slate you know he's Probably batting a thousand in terms of his moves. I was thinking about that the other day. Maybe the one thing I would be critical about. Okay, maybe two. I would have tried to get something for Calvin DeHaan. I probably would have accepted anything for Calvin DeHaan. Right. At I the agree. deadline, and I'm not sure. I know his reasoning with Lucas Reichel's contract, but I disagree. And I just would have three is more than two last time I checked. But aside from those little things, both of which he had reasons for. Um, I think he's done a great job, and uh, he does not. He he can be honest about the state of the Blackhawks because, frankly, it's not his fault. Exactly. And now it's his job to clean up, and he knows he's got a long road ahead in building this team. Yeah, he
0: does, and he's he's taking a kind of all hands on deck approach. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one of the first topics I want to talk about was the hiring of Jeff Greenberg and what he's going to bring to this team coming from the Cubs, coming from Major League Baseball. And he again, the honesty came out where he was like, "Listen." The Blackhawks don't have a lot of good systems in place to gather information and player evaluations and kind of quantify these things, these immeasurable things, and he's going to help us do that. He's going to help us give us things that this team doesn't have. I mean, he flat out said they're not set up, they're not on pace with other teams in the league when it comes to these sort of things. Again, he was... Pretty vague in like these things, right? They probably don't even know exactly what he's going to do. Systems aren't made yet, but they're just bringing in ideas on way to get data, way to collect data on players, way to kind of all put it into the same hodgepodge of whatever database they have to come up with a better way to identify the players they want, the qualities they want, the attributes they're looking for. And he talked a lot about that. He he said he wants this team to be an up tempo team, yep. which is what you have to be in today's NHL. We saw that in some of the guys that he went out and acquired, uh, a Sam Lafferty, up tempo type of player, yep. a Taylor Raddish. Those guys he likes size, he likes up tempo. So he you know he's got the foundation of what he wants, and now he's got to try and find ways, smart ways, out of the box ways. Listen, this is a team that hasn't been able to develop talent. In a very long time. Correct. The, the guys that they've... they've Homegrown guys were like generational-type talents. You're not always going to get a Patrick Kane, a Jonathan Tays, a Duncan Keith, a Brent Siebert. The fact that you got those guys all at the same time,
1: that's it's ne- super rare. It'll never happen again.
0: Right. It's the, 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 it's like you got to really appreciate the yeah. fact that you were able to even have that. So you got you to talk about development now. And he pretty much said... This franchise was not set up to develop. And they're not. No. So he's got to change that. And something I loved to hear when talking about development today, it really stuck out to me. He was talking about the guys in Rockford, how important Rockford's going to be the next couple of years or going forward, hopefully. He said that we have to, part of the communication you got to have with these young players in Rockford is you've got to tell these guys. This is going to be your role if you want to make it to the NHL.
1: Yes. Clearly defined roles.
0: You might have been your superstar on your OHL team or your college team, but if you want to play for the Blackhawks and you want to be successful, you're now a fourth-line center, and you're going to be a defensive PK guy. I know it's not glamour, but this is your path. If you choose to take it, we'll get you there. If
1: not, you got to go. Everybody in the NHL was at some point a the best player on their right. team, right? And it's the guys who learn, okay, this is not – I'm not going to be a 100-point guy here in the NHL. A great example of that is Dave Boland. Yeah. Go look at Dave Boland's junior statistics, and it will blow your mind yeah. how many points he put up. But Dave Boland quickly realized, okay, I am not going to be – and look, if he was on another team, he could have been a number two, number one center and, and probably put up more points with more ice time – But he realized for him to make a name for himself and for him to have a role on this Stanley Cup champion uh, dynasty, he was going to have to be a third-line center that was a pest, that was a pain in the ass to play against, and no one embraced that role better than Dave Boland. I had a couple uh, bar events with John Scott back in the day, and he said the same thing. He's like, I was the best player on my team my whole life. And I realized if I'm going to stay in the NHL, I'm going to have to punch people. It is what it is. It's not something I really wanted to do before, but I realized that's what I had to do. I want to go back to one thing you said when you mentioned uh, Jeff Greenberg and he's going to join the Hawks. uh, I think at some point next week is when he'll begin and hopefully he'll be made available shortly after that. There was an acknowledgement by Kyle Davidson of baseball is a lot easier to analyze in terms of like player to player to player, because really it's a series of one-on-one matchups and a series of isolated incidents, right? Like how does this shortstop, what is his range on a grounder hockey is so random and so different from baseball that it's going to take time for these systems that that Jeff Greenberg is going to be developing. It's going to take time for those things to grow. So it's not like he's going to start next week and then all of a sudden he's going to introduce, here's our new system of evaluation. It's going to take months. It could take years, and it's going to be sort of tweaked as it goes. So that's another sort of thing we kind of have to be patient on. I know patience is going to be kind of the message of the next few years here. Um, But I just like how everything he has said has been so um, long view and so, I don't know, he's not trying to blow smoke. He's not saying, like, when when this is over, we're going to be the best team in hockey and give me three years and I'm going to make this the next dynasty. He's very realistic with his expectations. He knows how daunting of a project this is going to be, and there's just a ton of work to do. And he acknowledges much. He just talked about the offseason, like, We've got to evaluate our front office, then we've got the draft, then we've got free agency, we've got to figure out the contracts we have, what we're going to do with those players. It just, he has a ton of work, not just in the years ahead, but in the weeks ahead.
0: Yeah, and one of the things that I I also, that jumped out at me was when he was talking about what he's trying to build here and it it was related to a question of some of the veterans recently saying, well, then maybe this will only take two years. And he said, yeah, it might, we may be able to in two or three years, be able to make like a little bit of a, a push for one playoffs run and then be right back where we were. He wants sustained sustained success. He wants to get back to where they were in 2009, where they're going to be a contender for six, seven, eight years in a row, six sustained success. That talk reminded me a little bit of about of of a younger executive uh, that this town had some success with a guy like Theo Epstein. Mm. We're like, hey, yeah, he he's (laughs) he made a name for himself uh, in a couple of places. And um, so it was nice to hear like, hey, I'm not just trying to get this team back to the playoffs in two years to say, hey, we got to the playoffs. Yeah, he wants this team to be a contender for a long time. And he realizes that, you know, he's got a lot of work to do. Um, he realized he says that this, this the prospect system needs a lot more
1: prospects, qu- high quality <laughs> prospects.
0: Yeah. He didn't he didn't want to badmouth what's there. He says they have a lot of NHL potential there, but they don't have enough dynamic type prospects. So he's got to rebuild it. It's up to him. He's very mindful of this of the salary cap. He's not going to try like he's thinking three, four, five years ahead. And my mind is going who wh- what what. Like We're not used to this out of the guy sitting in a general manager chair to be like, well, I'd like to do this, but it may screw us in five years, so I may have
1: to wait. It's so refreshing to just not have Stan Bowman. Got a comment in the chat from Rev, and she says, guys, as I hope Davidson is seriously looking for a head coach with all the coaches available, you're going to have to wait until the Stanley Cup is over. Uh, He said loose deadline of he would like to have it all tied up by the first week of July. He's like, don't hold me to that date specifically. He very much just kind of shoots from the hip and he, he's not like a, um, like a John McDonald where every little line is rehearsed. He just talks to you like a human being. And he said, yeah, you know, I think ideally the first week of July would be when we would hope to have the head coaching uh, search done, you know, so that's sort of the target. So yeah, he is going to take his time. Absolutely. Uh, and he should. Why not? I mean, just like the Hawks did with the GM search, pick brains. Find out what people have to say. See what they think about the systems of hockey and what the future of hockey is going and, and where it's headed and things like that. It it, it it makes sense for him to take his time. This is a major decision for this organization. But I will say, he was again very insistent that uh, that Derek King is still part of this search and will still be considered very seriously. Um, so, Maybe the answer is right here. I don't know. He, I don't know. he
0: spoke highly of Derek King. He yeah. said he's, he's the type of person you want in your organization. You want to have guys like Derek King in the organization. Um, but with that being said, the kind of the the, the tone or the sense I was given off—if uh, I was pulling up my points bet app—I would not, I would bet, not bet that on Derek King being the head coach next year will he still be part of the organization he also addressed that and said that those he says well, first things first we got we got to figure out if he's going to be the coach or not and right. if he's not then we'll have a discussion but he's still part of the organization um and he spoke highly of him and Anders Sorensen down in Rockford who took over for Derek King so
1: he spoke he spoke really highly of him yeah and that was a question I sort of wanted to ask we just sort of ran out of time is he a candidate For the job, which would be really tough for Derek King. yeah, I would think if the the current Rockford coach got it. And I wonder, you remember when we talked to Derek King a few weeks ago, he mentioned how Joel Quinville and um, Al Arbor had a presence about him, about them. I wonder if he's trying to bring in someone who's going to command instant respect or someone with a little less experience who kind of has to earn it. I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer. Um, I'm very open-minded and just based on... What we've heard from him before, I know whatever decision Davidson makes, um, it's going to be well thought out. It's not going to be willy-nilly, sort of a half-hearted decision. Uh, I have full confidence, based on everything we've heard from him over the last week or two, that he's going to have all of his ducks in a row and do all the due diligence he needs to do to make a a correct and informed hire at head coach.
0: Yeah, this is... uh... Uh, the one thing that I get the impression after today's uh, presser is Kyle Davidson is not a guy that is ever really going to have a knee-jerk reaction to anything. Right. He's not going to talk to one guy and have the first candidate that walks in have a great interview and go, well, cancel the rest of the day. I've yeah, got right. my guy. <laughs> right. uh, he's going to make a well-informed, educated decision every step of the way. Um, do Are all of them going to work out? Yeah, I wouldn't bet on that. No, but of course. you know, just get his... You know, as long as he follows the same process and he and he listens to the team he's assembling, um, you know, you got to give him the benefit of it out until he doesn't deserve that anymore. And uh, I, I've got confidence that he's going to do a good job. Obviously, there's gonna be there's gonna be swings and misses. Right. Obviously, things don't work out. Obviously, coaching is that's one of the hardest things to do is to, is to get. You know, that guy, especially in this position. Uh, but I'm confident that he's going to, to get this thing heading in the right direction. Do we get a f- another Stanley Cup championship under him? I don't know. If I can predict these things, I wouldn't be sitting here. Right <laughs> that would be wonderful. Yeah. Yes, I would have my own executive office somewhere on the top of a Las Vegas casino somewhere. That would be but, nice.
1: It's not constantly raining in Las Vegas. Exactly.
0: There's, they have the sun out there, I'm hearing. But, um, God, I'm so tired of this. It's I've Sorry. got confidence in <laughs> Davidson, and I haven't had confidence in a, an executive of the Chicago Blackhawks organization in a long, long time.
1: Yeah, I agree. We got Hey, Mario has joined us in the comments. Hey, Mario, hope you're feeling better. He points out uh, uh, Jeff Greenberg's hockey background. Uh, he was a player for a long time, and I want to get to a comment from Ryan in the chat. He mentioned how uh, Scott Powers seemed to insinuate that the Hawks aren't going to qualify Strom and Kubelik. Could you l- tell me how that makes any sense outside of speaking uh, of spending that money in free agency? Well, Kyle Davidson, uh, and I will say it does not feel like either of those guys will be back. Um, if you listen to the way Kyle Davidson describes what he wants in a player, as much as I love Dylan Strom, that is not what he's looking for in a player. He's looking for attacking north and south um, guys who play with an intensity, guys who play with a hustle, guys that don't have to constantly be re-motivated and re-motivated and re-motivated as the season goes on. I don't mind bringing Dylan Strome back, but the salary cap being what it is, you've got to spend carefully. And both those guys are probably going to be due raises just because that is how it is. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised to see their rights traded at the draft, that's something that can happen. They could trade the negotiating rights of Strom. They could do a sign and trade, um, but it would surprise me if Strom and or Kubalik were back next year in any way, shape, or form.
0: Yeah. just based on what he's saying. Yeah, and he was very. He addressed the salary cap. Yeah, and he said, you know, he wants salary cap flexibility because once you get rid of salary cap flexibility, it's so hard to get it back. Yeah, yep. And he doesn't want to bury himself now and to where when you need that cap space when you're good. He pretty much said just because you have cap space doesn't need – got to spend it right away. Right. There's no rush to start sending. So as far as free agencies going this summer, he pretty much said it is unlikely we're going to make a major move. He wouldn't rule it out completely. But, again, expect like a veteran here, a veteran there. Short-term a, a, deal. A, yeah, a one-year, yeah. a Matthias Janmark-type guy. That you can come in, hopefully get a really good production out of, and then flip for an asset at the deadline. He pretty much said, "I'm not going to be in the race for any of the top free agents because they're not in the position. It'd be no. a waste of it'd be a waste of time. It'd be a waste of money, and it's counterproductive at this point. Um, you got to start building homegrown talent, and then you use the free agency to plug in where you have holes needing to be filled. You don't build your roster via free agency. It doesn't
1: work that way, right?" Hey, the best way to support CHGO is to download that PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our great web content, including our piece today, 22 Things We Learned About the Blackhawks in 2022. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. That's two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit. And now, introducing PointsBet's new feature, Live NBA Same Game Parlay. For the first time ever, you can build that perfect Live NBA Same Game Parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game, and if you want more, you can always boost your Live Same Game Parlays. Watch live parlay live and boost live with points bet and remember online signup is available now in illinois start to finish on your phone you are in with points bet so what are you waiting for once the game starts don't just bet live your bet life gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 we got a little bit of clarity too on a question that had been sort of vexing us since the season ended uh, alex velasic did not join uh, the rockford ice hawks for the playoffs i asked kyle davidson what happened? Why? Why? Why is he not like there? Too. And he said, well, last off season, Vlasic was not healthy. Um, and he wanted to make sure that Vlasic did not go through two consecutive offseasons of injury. They were playing it safe with him and him specifically. He went on to cite the importance of off season training for young players because of the toll an NHL or AHL season takes in a guy coming from the lower levels with fewer games played and, and yada 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 so they're being extra careful with Alex Vlasic because of the fact that he was injured uh, last offseason they want him to at least have a full healthy offseason and Kyle Davidson and company to just not want to risk Vlasic getting hurt during the Rockford playoffs so there's your answer Uh he again very open and honest about it if I'd asked that the same moment, is a organizational decision. You know, he would have <laughs> probably pull, would've would've blown, blown it pull off. For, yeah, would have blown it off a little bit. But there's nothing wrong with being honest when you got nothing to hide. And uh, that's a satisfactory answer. I understand that. And, um, again, this again points to the big picture of Kyle Davidson looking at things beyond right in front of him. Yeah. Right? Of course it would be great for Alex Vlasic to get a Rockford playoff under his belt. However... Kyle thought about it for a second and said, "Yeah, but remember last offseason he wasn't healthy. We should probably give him a full offseason to really get in gear, really get in shape. He's going to get that great. Makes perfect sense to me."
0: "Yeah, he'll have time to play in the Calder Cup playoffs next season." "Right. I sure. yeah, it's kind of disappointing cuz I'd like to see more of Lasic, but I completely understand the the reasoning." And that's fine if that's the, if that's the organization's decision. That's the organization. We've been pre, we've been screaming at the top of our lungs for patients with prospects. So when they give us patients with prospects, we can't be like, "Whoa, no, no, no! He should be playing." No. So it's 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 good. And he, yeah. it, it, and Derek King said a lot during the course of the year that he's got to he's got to get bigger, he's got to get stronger, and start him off on an NHL. Off-season workout regimen is going to get him bigger and stronger and faster and all the things he needs to do. So, uh, yeah, it's Rockford has a ton of very talented defensemen already. Yeah.
1: So – I mean, they've got more than six that should be playing.
0: Yeah, and, you know, (laughs) so you send them down to get the time and then you kind of – then you're also going to bench a guy that's been there and help them get to the playoffs all season, and that's not exactly great either. Right. You know, do you bench – You know, a Nicholas Bodine, who's been there all season and productive. Do you bench, you know, Wyatt Wyatt Kelnuck, you know, who's been one of their – so it it causes other problems. So, yeah, I want to see him play. I want to see him get that ice time in meaningful games. He hadn't played a meaningful game in a long time, but I'm okay with that too.
1: A couple other little news and notes from Kyle Davidson's uh, presser. Talked to Taves and Kane in their exit interviews, and while he said it's – you know, still sort of a fluid conversation laid out to them. Hey, this is what your roles are going to be. We'd love to have you for here. He was flat out asked. I think it was Ben Pope who said, "Do you want them here?" And he said, kind of chuckled and said, "There's always a place yeah. for Jonathan Taves. You can and find Patrick work Kane. for them. If they yes, want to stay there's always it. a spot on the team for them. But they need to understand that the roles, especially I think Taves. I don't think Kane's role is going to be reduced if he's here. Why would it? He's still the best player on the team. But Jonathan Taves is going to have to accept a lesser role." Um, he also mentioned to Seth Jones and Seth Jones agreed that he needs to shoot more. That was a specific criticism that Kyle Davidson had to not about, but to Seth Jones saying, Hey, if you're going to be the uh, power play quarterback, we need you to put the puck on net and generate some more offense. And Seth Jones said, I agree with you. I will start doing more of that. So, Oh, the other thing too, at the very last minute, I remembered back from Hosa night, when the Hawks said, um, you know, we're going to find some sort of role in the organization, I asked for an update on that, and it's still alive. They're just sort of trying to figure out in what particular way to use Marion Hosa in the organization. So that's still on the table. Um, so there, I'm trying to think of anything else. Well, that, like, the other was-
0: thing that kind of jumped out, speaking of former Stanley Cup winning Hawks, was Brian Campbell. Yes. Kyle Davidson... Face lit up when he got to talk about Brian Campbell. Yeah. You noticed there was a change in his demeanor, like he was smiling. Talking, like you could tell that that's his guy, that's his buddy. He pretty much he he literally called him his right hand man um, for the season. He said that he's gonna have a front office role. They haven't exactly given him a title or worked out what that's going to be. Um, but, you know, he said that he's a guy that's been wanting to learn and he's super excited about getting to work with Jeff Greenberg and kind of learning all that stuff, number stuff uh, that's coming. And, you know, he, he made a really good point. Uh, you know, he, Campbell was brought in as, as a player development coach. But he says we also – not only do we have to develop players, but we have to develop management too. And that's kind of like – that's what he's looking at now. So Brian Campbell – is very high on, I should say Kyle Davidson is very high on Brian Campbell. And he's going to be, he he said, you know, some sort of advisory role, but he is definitely being groomed for big things in that Blackhawks front office. And like, you know, Davidson was kinda had the same demeanor throughout, you know, a serious kind of look. But the second he started talking about Brian Campbell, he his face lit up. It's yeah, like he was definitely. talking about his his own like
1: kid. A, or like a best friend. Yeah,
0: or he's talking about his dog. You yeah. know, like, he had the same look in his face that I do when I talk about my two dogs at home. So there's there's obviously a connection there. And and so Campbell is a guy that is going to be we're gonna be hearing a lot about and we're gonna see more of, and he's gonna take on an expanded role. What that role is, they haven't Figured out just yet, but you know, he's got a few other things to
1: take care of first. Well, now you're talking about dogs, and, and Natalie, our producer, got a new dog this week. Do you have graphics ready of the dog?
0: No, not ready to throw All right, up on next the show. Next can, show, next I can time you produce throw for us. something together, though. All right, it's a long off season. We, we, we should have back at the end. We should have one day a week <laughs> dedicated to pictures of dogs.
1: Okay, that's it. Hey everybody! Welcome to the show. Let's scroll dog. through. There's a white dog. There's a brown dog. I that pet, dog's got spots. I pet this dog. I get to pet that. Yeah. Highest rated shows of all time. I bet uh, you it would be <laughs> comment in the chat from Ryan. He says Seth Jones has had a major bounce back year. Is it possible they move him before his no movement clause kicks in uh, this summer? So it does start. Um, it started already. Actually, the modified no trade clause. Uh, Seth Jones has to submit a list of 10 teams he cannot be traded to we don't know that list i think if kyle davidson thought he could move seth jones he would i just don't know what don't, team no. right now is sort of like oh, i'm gonna take on eight more years No, no of seth jones nobody's knocking on the door to take that
0: contract i right don't think so. so
1: i don't think so wishful
0: thinking and listen we've said it a lot Yes, they overpaid for for they gave up too much to get Seth Jones. Yes, yes, they gave him too big of a contract. Probably a
1: million too much.
0: But he's still a really good hockey player. And you could he, do a lot worse than not having Seth Jones on your well, team. Well,
1: Davidson flat out said he is our number one defenseman going forward. He said that with authority. Yeah, you know, so he is,
0: and he also talked a lot about the defense. He was specifically asked about. Uh, I think it was Pat Boyle asked about the defensive coverage. And, you know, that's something they're talking about. And he even said, you know, uh, you got to simplify it. And he Mm. said what we have talked about before. He said these guys are playing the greatest players in the world and they have to make a split-second decision. So the more they're thinking, the worse it's going to be. Yeah. So think less, react more. That's his philosophy for playing Keep defense. It
1: simple, stupid. Right,
0: and that's what we've been saying. Yep. So, you know, it, 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 he's, he's aware that, yeah, the defensive zone coverage has been piss poor for a long time. And he's aware, that, and his defensemen are aware. And he mentioned, hey, I've got Norma McIver and, and Brian Campbell, two former yes. NHL defensemen. Very good NHL defensemen. We're aware of it. We're going to work on it.
1: If I wish I had thought of this question with Derek King is why is it so difficult to implement a new system midstream? I guess I get it, but, like, can you just tell, like, go play a basic zone dev- zone approach and yeah. handle it? I don't know. I, this is I guess your box. Yeah. When
0: someone comes in your box, put a body on him. When he leaves your box,
1: wait for the next guy. I'm sorry. I can't concentrate because Natalie is editing a picture of the dog. Oh is it ready my yet? God, that is adorable. Oh my god. Whoa. We'll pay all right. First all right. we're gonna tell everybody about athletic you can't greens. Can't put puppies on the then screen. Then you can that see the can dog. See. Then you can see the dog. Sorry, all right. that that was my initial mistake. <laughs> You're right. All right, our next partner, Athletic Greens, is a product that is being used in my house every day. My wife, Hope, has a really, really tough gut issues. She started having them after her pregnancy and they've only gotten worse. So she started taking athletic greens and it has worked so well for her. Her gut health is improved tenfold. Those are my words, not her, but just being around her, I can tell. She just feels better. So what is Athletic Greens? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging all The things, I can tell her energy's up. She's been working out more often. Just her skin looks better. Her overall disposition is better because she feels better. She says it tastes great. She has it every morning. We're running low. I'm going to have to place another order for Athletic Greens, and I tried it as well, and I noticed a difference pretty quickly. I need to get more on the the regimen, but she needs it more than me, so I'm not really, like, dipping into her stash of Athletic Greens because she really has um, the issues. So it's just, it's tons of people take some kind of multivitamin. And it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body actually absorbs. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in these winter months when we don't get as much sunlight. It's not winter in most of the country. It's winter here, damn it. with your first purchase all you have to do is visit visit athleticgreens.com slash chgo blackhawks again that's athleticgreens.com slash chdo blackhawks to o- take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance athletic greens has made a huge difference in our house and uh, my wife will be a customer for life so if you have any sort of those gut health issues or just want to be healthier in general athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Blackhawks.
0: And if you're a big fan of what you've been listening to here at the Chicago uh, CHGO Blackhawks podcast, we we are putting the word out. Please, we're begging, become a member at allCHGO.com if you haven't done so already. Not only do you get all of our great podcasts from all across the board, Blackhawks, Bulls, Bears, Cubs, Sox, Sky, we got the Red Stars and Fire coming aboard as well for all you footy fans. We got you covered, too. All great written content you'll get access to over there. It's been a busy week over for the Blackhawks crew. I put out an article about all 22 of the former Blackhawks that are playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's a nice little segue to what we're going to be talking about here in a few minutes. We we gave our Stanley Cup predictions as well uh, for the first round. And then uh, we also have...
1: Uh, Our 22 thoughts. What did I miss? No, I'm, it's, um, Natalie is signaling things to me Okay, that are being said in the chat by January and no January. We're not going to talk about that right now. Oh yeah, I know. That's, (laughs) that's, that's, that's Friday nights
0: only. Um, Boy, that went Yeah, the join AllCHGO.com. Yes. It's yes, you awesome. Yes, get a free t-shirt. You get a free shirt from the locker, the CHGO lockers. You get a shirt right from one of those. And uh, you get access to the Discord, the members-only Discord. And, uh, yeah, let's get, let's move on.
1: No, the thing we wrote today, <laughs> the three of us, uh, Greg, Mario, and I, uh, teamed up for 22 things we learned in 2022 about the Blackhawks. We each did seven. Then we did a bonus one to make it 22 because seven times three. You can do it. You do the math. Um, but uh, people seem to really like that one. So check it out, allchgo.com. And remember, uh, if you do that $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet, you get a free membership. So that's t- killing two birds with one stone and double helping us for sure. So we greatly Absolutely. appreciate that. Natalie, is the dog picture ready? Yes. Thank you.
0: Yes. Let's do Let's change this up. Oh, oh my. look at that. Oh, my goodness. What, what is her name? This is my princess, Billy oh. with an I-E.
1: Oh uh, is that a, is that Ala,
0: ala That's what I was gonna ask. I figured. <laughs> oh, I thought it
1: was Billie is. Holiday showing my age.
0: Gene <laughs> <laughs> ch- King was another. Uh, inspo. Oh, there you go. Awesome. There's lots of good yeah. Billies out there. Yeah. Right? Yes, Very yeah.
1: cute. Very, very cute. adorable. She,
0: she owns the apartment now. She I should. I can't. I can't she, well, do Well, that's about welcome it. <laughs> to dog ownership. You are no longer the boss of your own house. No. And we look forward to uh, the day she co-produces one of our shows.
1: Oh, she can. We need this come dog next time. here all the time.
0: She's yeah. a mascot.
1: She is adorable. Wow.
0: Get a get a little Blackhawks jersey.
1: I was well, telling she, uh, Jake before the show that I'm, we're ready for a new dog, and I keep going to the South Suburban Humane Society website. And pulling up a dog and then just shoving my phone in my wife's mm-hmm. face. Like, look
0: at this one. It's it's a good strategy. That's what I did to my boyfriend. Oh,
1: it's going to work. <laughs> We're close. It, it, the problem is that my backyard right now is underwater. So I just don't want to be dealing with a muddy puppy. Yeah. At some point, allegedly, the sun will come out. And uh, then we will get a dog. I call BS. I'm not. I, I've, I've given up hope <laughs> on that.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Brutal. Well. We've got a little bit of everything today. Now, I, yeah. I don't even know what to talk about <laughs> no, now after well, cute puppy. I'm on cute puppy overload right now. Well,
1: you know what, Greg? The real hockey season has begun. Yes. Uh, and for the second day in a row, I forgot the Minnesota Wild hat in my car because I'm an ass. Well, that's why um, they lost last night. But it will be here. I'm not worried about them. A lot of people have jumping, are jumping ship on the Wild because they lost to the Blues last it's night. It's typical
0: but, overreaction yeah. when your team wins game one and when your team loses game one. I would always laugh. The people that, you know, back in the heyday with the Hawks, they would pick the Hawks to win a series in six, and then they lose game one, and they lose their minds. Like, you predicted them to lose two <laughs> games this series.
1: Right, there's got to be you two You can't in
0: win in six without losing a couple of games, so it's okay. Teams are going to make adjustments. Wasn't the best night for the Wild last night. Uh, our guy, Marc-Andre Fleury, he's had better nights. Yeah. But uh, it's one game. It's yeah, one it's, game. it's
1: one game. And uh, they. I think, you know, when you look at the overall performance in the game, they're they were right there. They're they're okay. The Wild are okay. I'm not too worried.
0: I was laughing um, a lot about the amount of St. Louis Blues fans I saw on Twitter complaining about how dirty the Wild are. Like, pot, meat kettle. Like, seriously. I mean, yeah, the Jarrett Spurgeon play was not great, but come on. I have seen guys in St. Louis blue sweaters do far worse For the, time and time again. the
1: blues to call people dirty. Exactly. I, I got I, I got a
0: kick out of that. Oh, my God, they're trying to hurt our players, says Get the team that here. employed Tony Twist and right. Chris Pronger. And Get out of here with that nonsense. David Backus. Like, right. Give me a break. Good Lord. All if you right, don't so, like to
1: taste your own cooking, stay out of the kitchen. So we're going to recap the games last night. Greg, uh, because he is the MVP of this show is tracking how the former Blackhawks are performing in the playoffs. Again, 22, 22. is the theme of this season. Uh, Carolina wins 5-1 over the Bruins, and we had several Blackhawks with impacts in that game.
0: Yeah, uh, um, our guy, our special finish boy, Tavo Taravainen, had a goal, big goal in that game. That uh, and Antti Ranta, remember him? First-ever career playoff start and makes 35 saves to get the win. He had a couple of relief appearances with the Rangers and the Coyotes, but never started a playoff game until last night. Came up in a high-pressure situation yep. and shut the door. It was a close game until they got a couple goals in the third period, but, man, Ranta was great. Good for him. Couldn't be happier. One of my favorite ex Blackhawk uh, in the playoffs. Just such a goofy, quirky guy. Love that guy. Great quote. Yes. Uh, Tavo is another great quote. He had a really good quote last night. Typical Tavo fashion was that said something along the lines of, "Well, yeah, we won the game, but we still got to work on some things." And there was a follow up question, "What things?" He just said, "Some things." Some things. So you know,
1: yeah. Tavo being Tavo, uh, you know, I've got to share. I've I've not talked about this on this show. When Tavo was a hawk, his first prospects camp at Notre Dame. Remember when they were doing mm-hmm. them at Notre Dame? We met Tavo in Chipotle. And I wanted Addie, my daughter, to take a picture with Tavo. You would have thought that Tavo was a devil incarnate. <laughs> she was so scared.
0: No, my dad made me used to do the same thing when he saw players. He was And I was painfully shy. Okay. I feel her.
1: All right. Well, maybe
0: she just knew that, <laughs> like, don't it. get close to this kid. He's going to break your heart, dad.
1: Yeah, well, it wasn't her. It wasn't it him that broke her. Was, heart. he who shall not be named. He that that shall not be heart. named, yeah. exactly.
0: So, yeah, Carolina, 5-1 win over the Bruins. Impressive. Uh, big start to them. Uh, speaking of impressive wins, those Maple Leafs uh, trying to exercise the demons of centuries past. Five-nothing spanking oh, of the two-time defending cup champs, Lightning. I wonder if they've scheduled a the parade in Toronto. I'm sure nobody overreacted to that at all <laughs> in that city. Uh, but a big win. David Kampf. He had a goal. Man, if you're giving up playoff game goals to David Kampf, it might be might be a time to hit the old panic button a little bit. But uh, good for him. He's embraced a nice role there. It's amazing how more productive players like him can be when on super talented teams. Uh, but a huge game for, for Toronto. Um, Brendan Hagel didn't, obviously didn't have any points. Uh, Jan Ruta. Picked up 17 penalty minutes. And a thousand stitches. Yeah, he was a little, uh, <laughs> got a little feisty there. Kyle, Kyle Clifford uh, is going to be suspended for game two. As
1: he should be. Uh, he's
0: lucky it's not more. That was about as scumbag of a hit as you'll see. Yeah. Uh, so good riddance to him. So Maple Leafs draw first blood, 5-0. I expect a very pissed off Tampa Bay team tomorrow night looking to even
1: that up. <sighs> I'm going to say something controversial. Give me all the Leafs you can. They're entertaining as hell. They've got one of the best players in the league, maybe the best Maple Leaf of all time in Austin Matthews, I don't hate Toronto. A lot of people I hate, don't hate Toronto because of the team. attention they get. I have
0: no problem with the team. If you can make sure that no Toronto Maple Leaf fan can ever be on social media, I'd be a huge fan of that team. <laughs> can we?
1: Can, is, that a, is that a guarantee we can make? That if
0: no Maple Leaf fan could ever say something on social media, I would love that team, but the fan base just ruins it for me.
1: All right, that's fair.
0: I, I, I like the team. I just don't want that fan base to ever have anything good.
1: Sorry. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm uh, sure
0: people think about the Blackhawk fans that way. I'm sure people think about Cub oh, fans that absolutely. way. Absolutely. And absolutely. Every fan base sucks. Yes. Except ours. Yes. We got the best. Yeah, we're our the best. Fan base Everybody else stinks. But Everybody every every fan base has their loud mouth punchable faces.
1: I, I sent Natalie the picture of Addie and Tavo. There. It is. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> look at the terror on her face. That guy books, <laughs> that guy gets brown rice. Get him away from me. <laughs> how how unscary is Tavo Teravine. And, and look at she is hor- she is clinging to hope for dear life in that photo. That's great. For dear life. That Te- is I love that photo. Best part is Addie doesn't
0: look anything like that anymore. She is definitely a lot older. And table yes. hasn't changed. Table, table's
1: the same age. If you're listening on the podcast, I will be sure to attach this photo in a follow-up tweet from the show tweet on chgo yes. underscore Blackhawks on Twitter, so you can see the photo we're talking about. Natalie, you should do the same with your dog and the dog too. We got to add um, the dog. That's out for there. sure. Dogs right. equal ratings. Next up, we uh, have the uh, hated Blues. Blues and
0: Wild. We talked a little bit about that game. Blues four nothing victory in Minnesota. Disappointment there in Minnesota. That game was a lot closer than the score will say. Yes. Uh, the Wild, you may want to score on a power play. Just that would saying. Be helpful. Yeah. They got three first period power plays. Obviously, didn't score on any. You're not going to get three power plays in a period in a playoff game often. Right. Even against the saintly St. Saint Louis Blues, apparently, who never do anything dirty. Um, oh, what? So, uh, former Blackhawks there. Brendan Sod had an assist, and we mentioned Mark Arleny-Fleur. He gave up uh, four goals on 31 shots. One, um, You know, nothing egregious. There's one he gave up a pretty Kevin Lincoln-esque rebound that got quickly put right back behind him. Um, but they'll, they'll rebound. My fear is I hope there's not a knee-jerk reaction, and they like, well, Time to put Cam Talbot in there. I don't think so. And then all of a sudden he goes on a run, and and Wild get to the conference final with Marc-Andre Fleury watching on the bench. That would be the worst. Don't even
1: speak it. Don't even speak that into existence.
0: And then we ended up with the only, like, really close game, at least to score, that Blues. The the Carolina-Boston game was close for two periods. The Blues game was close for most of the time until they – but Kings and Oilers, the Earlers – Earlers. They lose game one on home ice, four to three. A game that they fell behind two nothing, took a three two lead, and then gave it right back. And then Mike Smith, Mike Smith, he sure did. And uh, <laughs> Philip Deneau, former Black Hawk, was the benefit of that play. Scored the game winning goal, had an assist. Uh, yeah, if you didn't see it, Mike tie game five minutes ago. Mike Smith goes behind the net. Blind, behind his back pass, right up the middle of the ice to a Kings player. Philip Deneau puts it in behind, you know, dives, makes a first save, but nobody there to help with the rebound. I feel so bad for Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, two of the best players in the league. Connor McDavid – Yes, I wish he had a personality. He's got the personality of a pair of dirty socks. There's just not. It's never going to happen. But he is the most exciting player I have ever seen. Yeah, that goal he scored last night, where he just was like, "Oh, you got four guys around me. I don't care. My hands are so fast. You have no idea where the puck is." And Jonathan Quick was like, "How the hell did he get that shot off? It was amazing." But he
1: does that every game. He is so fast, so deceptive. It's re- and he is like zero to sixty in a blink. Yeah, the fact on that rush that he because. As a hockey fan, you've seen end-to-end rushes before, right? And they almost always end up in the middle. He'll weave his way through the middle. He went along the right-wing boards, past two defenders, back to the middle to score, and they're just, like, you can't even see him in the screen. No, it was The dude ridiculous. is insane. And do you want to feel bad about Philip Deneau again? Yeah, all right. This is from uh, Harmon Dial from uh, The Athletic. Philip Deneau played a combined eight twenty six at five on five, head to head against the Dry Saddle or McDavid line. Edmonton managed just one shot on goal in that sample. Yeah, he's good. And now he's scoring goals too. I mean,
0: hey, but you know, Thomas Fleischman had that one goal.
1: It's so painful. And if it wasn't for if it wasn't it's for Joe <laughs> Quinville, Dale Weiss would have been a superstar here. Oh, my God. I mean, Dale Weiss was an okay player. No, he wasn't. He sucked. He had one good year. Yeah. And then the Q needed his veterans, and he got Thomas Fleischman and Dale Weiss for Philip Dineau. And a second-round pick. <sighs> yeah. Like, when we seriously, when we look back on all the trades made and everyone wants to focus on Panarin and everybody wants to focus on Tavo. That's the worst one. That is probably when you think about what you got back, literally nothing. Yep. Nothing. You got two guys that
0: were healthy scratches in that playoff series, you got them for. Oh my God. Got, yeah, it was the, the worst. Um, another note from that Well, and then, of course, that's what I'm saying. I feel bad for McDavid and Drysaddle because they got these all world talents, and yet your GM, supposed genius GM, Ken Holland, Still thinks that you're gonna go somewhere with Mike Effing Smith as your goalie. That guy is a clown. He's terrible. How
1: is he? To me, he's like the uh, the the like forty year old left handed reliever in baseball. Just because uh, why? Why? Yeah, is but those forty he year old left handed
0: uh, pitchers can still get a guy out. I guess Mike Smith is is a is he's 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 so unreliable. He can't stay healthy because he's three hundred years old. And then when he's healthy, he literally gifts playoff <laughs> games to your opponent with five minutes to go. Yeah, how do you not go get a goalie when you've got Connor McDavid and Leandro? It's 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 it's, 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 it's. I'm not even an Oilers fan, and I'm getting heated. Uh, One more note from that Oilers game. Yes, uh, Duncan Keith had an assist. Good for Dunks. The slap pass worked. It did. Who knew? Broken clocks and squirrels, or something.
1: Popes in the woods, or I don't know. Oh, you know, he's doing it again. Oh, it worked. Yeah. Hey. Broken that was clock the is bane of my existence. Or something. That was the only thing about him. Shoot it on that, Dunk.
0: The, funny, the that. funny thing, though, it's so weird. Duncan Keith only had 18 minutes of ice time in a playoff game last night, which is blows my mind. Like, how did he not play 34 <laughs> minutes? I thought that was what he does. <laughs> is that what you're supposed to do? He had 18 minutes of ice time, four fewer minutes than Nick Letty had for the Blues. What bizarre world is this that nick letty is playing more in a playoff game than duncan keith
1: and remember i'm not saying it's right or wrong it's yeah. just it's bizarre well where was he in terms of uh, i could look it up quickly um but if he if the oilers get to the conference no to the cup final yeah, I gotta get to the
0: cup final and for he's that to-
1: top four in ice time for the oilers the third-round pick becomes a second for the Hawks. Right. Well, Mike Smith's in goal. Don't
0: even bother to look it up. It doesn't
1: matter. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Right. But I wonder where he ranks. I have no internet right now, so uh, I can't look it up. But just, you know, something to keep an eye on as the season goes on or as the playoffs go on. Duncan Key's ice time. But, hey, who knows how long the Oilers are going to be there. The Kings, by the way, they looked really damn good, man. They looked solid. They looked like they belonged. Yeah. I was re- – it's one game. Like we've said about every series so far, but I really think that L.A. was really impressive. And I think you're starting to see Edmonton is starting to feel the pressure of the expectations of like, look, uh, if something doesn't happen this year, then major evaluations yeah, need to happen. And
0: it, it's hard to root for Edmonton because, you know, you get, you get you get infuriated with the Mike Smith stuff. Blackhawk fans should hate Mike Smith because of that 2012 series when he was yeah. with the Coyotes. And then you get they sign a guy like Evander Kane and like it's hard to root for a guy like Evander Kane. Yeah, he's been very productive for them, but I mean we don't need to go through all that stuff. You can believe whatever you want, but everywhere he's gone, he's burnt his bridge. Yep, he's been ran out of town. Uh you whatever allegations you want to believe or don't believe. Bottom line is he's 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 a bad teammate. That's yeah. been proven. And there's so much smoke there that that whole building is on fire. So it's hard to be like, well, we're just gonna look past all this stuff because it's got. So it's like, eh. I kind of want you guys to fail, but I, as much as I want to see, you want to see more Austin Matthews. I want to see more Connor McDavid. I want to see him. I would love to see an Austin Matthews Connor McDavid Stanley Cup final. Give me eighty-two games of that. How fun would that be? Uh, but you know. It, Yes, the Kings looked impressive in the in the one game. They were a team that I've said all along, the few times I've seen them, I haven't watched a lot of Kings hockey this year, but I've what? always been kind of like, how is this a playoff team? But they certainly looked like it. They looked confident. You know, they were a young team that blew a 2-0 lead on the road. They could have very easily packed it in, but they immediately responded. They hung around. They waited for an opportunity. Mike Smith said, here it is, yeah. and they took it. There you go. So, uh, good for them. Um but boy, oh boy, man! If they lose that first round, Edmonton, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be a nuclear fallout there. Ken oh. Holland is gonna get, he's gonna need private security.
1: Yeah, uh, Mario helping us out from the uh, CHGO quarantine chambers. Saying Duncan Keith was fourth in ice time last night for Edmonton. Right at, right at the cutoff. So here we go. That's a good thing. Hey, it's if you too, enjoy. It's too late for them to trade for Marc Andre Fleury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the Points Bet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership which unlocks all of our great web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from a Chgo locker. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sportsbook, easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call one 800 We got a full slate of action again uh, tonight, and I'm very much looking forward to going home and watching some damn playoff hockey. It's the best time of year, January. We're with you. Your Rangers are playing tonight just for you. We are rooting for the Rangers for no other reason. Just because you're such a good fan of CHGO Blackhawks, we are going to root for your Rangers one night only. Go Rangers. Okay. Greg does not if is on board. Hey, sure. I, I'm tired of the Penguins. I'm, I'm
0: hosting trivia during that game, so sure, go for All right, it. Cool. Go Rangers. There you go. There All you
1: right. go. How can you not root for the Bread Man? Yeah, no. In a somehow, 50 goal scoring. I just, Chris I just
0: have a lifelong hatred of everything New York. Mm. I can't. I, I just can't. I can't, I have a hard time rooting for New York teams, and I already gave the Rangers their one time pass in
1: 1994 because they had Steve Armour. Let's see things from New York. I like, uh, Broad City. You ever watch Broad City? Nope. Love Broad yes. City.
0: Absolutely.
1: One of my favorite TV shows ever. Uh, I do kind of like the Rangers. The uniforms look great. When I was in my formative hockey years, they had Gretzky and Messier and Leach and Richter and Jeff Bookaboom, Adam Graves. Yeah. A lot of good players as but I was these, formulating but, my hockey fandom. But they're fandom. being
0: cheered on by New Yorkers. They're, again, there's yeah, my
1: problem. T- that's tough but fair. There's my problem. <laughs> It's nothing
0: enough. against the team. It's just the city they dwell in. Fair enough. They're uh, all fine, upstanding citizens. I'm sure they all use their left and right turn indicators. I'm sure they're yeah. all great guys. But yeah. they're being cheered by on by New Yorkers. And sorry, I'm, uh, I, I can't do
1: it. Seinfeld? Shh, yeah, okay. DC Boys? All right. What else? What else is good about New York? Um, Paying $17 for a turkey sandwich? Yeah. Sonic Youth is from New York? All right. Simon and Garfunkel? Yeah, keep it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm still of, not rooting for the Penguins, though. Speaking of the playoffs <laughs> uh, and the
0: Blackhawks and development, full circle, uh, Rockford Icehawks. They start tomorrow, and we are going to have the voice yes. of the Rockford Icehawks, Joey Z. I'm just going to call him Joey Z because I'm not going to butcher his last name. We're going to have to Is research it. it. Zarchevsky? Uh, something like that.
1: As a Polish person, it's I all, believe that's all what we, it we is. Got,
0: we got, a, he says it on YouTube all the time, so we'll, we'll, we'll get it done, but he's my guy, Joey Z, uh, friend of the program, as we like to say. Great dude. He, he's going to join us, and he's going to give us a full Rockford Ice Hogs, Texas Stars series preview tomorrow as they begin that play-in series, two out of three, Wednesday's game one, game two is Friday night. I will be there for sure covering that game, giving you live updates. If there's a game three on Saturday, uh, I plan on being
1: it there. Jay might be out there. We'll see Maybe. if I can convince my wife to spend Mother's Day weekend in Rockford. Get her, get her beef and flowers. You'll be
0: in like Flynn. She does not eat beef. Mm. More for you. That's correct. All right. <laughs> so Joey Z tomorrow. That's a one thirty live yes. show. Back to one thirty tomorrow. We we bumped up, we moved the show back today so we could be at the Kyle Davidson thing. Otherwise, we would have had zero content today. So um, <laughs> good stuff. But we'll be back at it tomorrow. So,
1: Joey Z, Rockford Ice Hog playoff preview coming your way. That's right. And remember, before we wrap up, you want to become a member at allchgo.com. Access to all of our great written content, the CHGO locker, access to our Discord, which is a lot of fun. We're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff in the Discord this offseason. That's for sure. You get uh, dope merch for all of our teams, you free shirt when you become a member. It's just it's a perfect thing to join, it helps us out hugely. It supports the company. It's all ad-free. You're not going to have the million pop-up ads showing up and what bunch the things you don't want and audio playing from places you don't know where they're coming from. Become a member. Support CHGO and all the sh- great shows we do here. Remember, five days a week, Bulls, Blackhawks, Bears, Cubs, Sox, Fire, Red Stars, Sky. That's it. That's only, That's all. that's no. all. I'm sorry. That's all we offer seriously jump on become a member at all chgo.com we greatly appreciate it and a reminder make sure you like the chgo sports youtube page make sure you're following uh, and subscribe to all of our chgo podcasts including chgo blackhawks follow our show on twitter at ch underscore blackhawks i'm at jay zawoski he's at greg Boyson. mario is at mario underscore Tirabassi. we'll be back tomorrow at 1 30 p.m with joey z for rockford ice playoff preview thanks to our producer Natalie and her adorable dog Billy. We will talk to y'all tomorrow 130 pm on the CHGO Blackhawks Podcast.